0: To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, January 11th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, how air pollution is ruining your skin. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. In June last year, a series of devastating wildfires tore through the Canadian province of Quebec, sending huge plumes of acrid smoke drifting across North America. 300 miles away in Boston, dermatologist Shadi Kourosh noticed something strange. We had an unusual spike in dermatology visits, says Kourosh, who is director of community health in the dermatology department at Massachusetts General Hospital and an assistant professor at Harvard Medical School. Patients whose eczema flare-ups or itchy skin were normally only a problem in the winter were coming to her clinic at the height of summer. Like New York, Detroit, and other cities in the northern United States, Boston was experiencing higher-than-average air pollution as a result of wildfires, and Koroche suspected this might be having an impact on people's skin. To prove it, her team pulled five years of data from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency about the levels of airborne particulate matter and carbon monoxide in Boston and matched it to anonymized patient records from the Mass General Brigham Hospital System, the largest hospital group in Massachusetts. They found a correlation between levels of air pollution and hospital visits for atopic dermatitis, the most common form of eczema. In June 2022 in Boston, carbon monoxide levels were at less than 0.2 parts per million, and the number of clinic visits for atopic dermatitis and eczema was under 20. In June 2023 during the wildfires, carbon monoxide levels were three times higher, at 0.6 parts per million, and the number of dermatology visits had increased to 160. It's not just acute events like wildfires that can impact the skin. Day-to-day pollution from vehicles and industry also has an effect. In 2021, scientists in China found a link between higher baseline levels of air pollution and conditions like eczema in children in Guangzhou. A lot of these components of airborne pollution are irritants to the skin, Kourosh explains. In contact, they can cause inflammation and cause the skin to age faster. People who have eczema have a weakened, more vulnerable skin barrier, and so the pollutants penetrate deeper and trigger the immune system, she says. This leads to flare ups and explains the spike in visits she noticed in her clinic. Air pollution has been linked to a host of health issues, ranging from asthma and lung cancer to diabetes and obesity. In that context, focusing on the skin might seem trivial. But it's hugely important. More than 99% of the world's population live in places where levels of pollution exceed World Health Organization guidelines, and severe skin conditions like atopic dermatitis can be intensely debilitating. Yes, it doesn't kill anyone, but if you have it severely, you have a horrendous quality of life, says Karsten Floor of the British Association of Dermatologists. The sleep disturbances, especially if you have eczema from early life, is a form of torture. You can never establish the proper body rhythm, and that has got all sorts of other implications—anxiety, depression, social withdrawal. What starts as a skin condition in childhood can quickly progress through what's known as the atopic march into food allergies and asthma. This thought that air pollution can make people more sensitive to other allergens by putting the immune system into a hyper-alert state— It's almost as if the air pollution is opening up the skin and making that contact between the skin's immune system and the environment more likely, says Floor. Air pollution is like a catalyst in a chemical reaction. For the best protection, ideally you would want to live in an alpine farm in Switzerland or Austria, says Floor. That might not be practical. So what can people living in polluted cities or areas prone to wildfire smoke do to protect themselves? During the 2023 wildfires, city officials in New York recommended that people stay indoors and wear a mask to avoid respiratory symptoms from the smoke. The same advice applies to the skin. Protective barriers are helpful, says Khorosh. Masks and clothing that cover your arms and legs could help if you're in an area affected by a sudden spike in air pollution. But Khorosh, whose background is in public health, is calling for governments to do more to tackle air pollution in urban areas by adopting green transportation policies and taking steps to mitigate events like wildfires, which will only become more severe as the world heats up. Really, this paper is about the impact of climate change on human health, she says. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, OpenAI's new App Store could turn ChatGPT into an everything app. Checking in on Wired Science, there's a huge COVID surge right now and nobody is talking about it. And on Wired Security, lawmakers are out for blood after a hack of the SEC's X account causes Bitcoin chaos. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com.